Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready to rumble? Well, you better be, because we got some news items that you don't want to miss. This is the first week of October. We have less than a month till the November 2nd elections. Things are getting exciting in the Tea Party Nation. Things are getting excited in the Tea Party movement. People are coming alive. People who you thought were dead are waking up. America is in danger if we don't get out and vote November 2nd. So we have got a show tonight that you don't want to miss. Tell your friends and neighbors to click on Doc Holliday's Tea Party because this is the month you need to be listening to. Every show is going to be special. We're going to hit the news tonight. And then we're going to talk to a Tea Party activist, activist Grant Sell. And he's going to help guide us into what's going on into this uh, the Tea Party movement around, around the nation. And then we're going to go into uh, the first of four special October Plymouth Rock of Liberty speeches that everyone in America needs to listen to. So make sure you get your friends and neighbors in on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. We get we got some excitement to serve up tonight. And we're going to get right to it with the news. Are you ready to rumble? Why in the world would I say that? Are you ready to wrestle? Should I say that? Well, listen. What is going on in the state of Connecticut? Listen, Linda McMahon, you know, has Richard Blumenthal in a headlock. That, was a, <laughs> that is the uh, title of this uh, piece by Frank James in It's All Politics. Listen, this is what he wrote. Linda McMahon the Republican U.S. Senate nominee in Connecticut continues to slap the smiles off a lot of Democrats' faces, metaphorically speaking, of course. The multimillionaire who made her money as a World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated executive is still in a very tight race with Democrat Richard Blumenthal, the popular attorney general who was once thought to be a shoe-in. Now, says a new poll finds her only three percentage points behind Blumenthal, the popular attorney general in what could essentially be a tie, 49-46 among likely voters. The poll from earlier in the month had the race at 51-45, but given the margin of error, the race may or may not have tightened. What is going on in the state of Connecticut? Are you ready to rumble? Not just the state of Connecticut. We're talking about the nation. I believe these polls are being underreported. I think the voters are in a fluid state. And what will matter on Election Day on November 2nd is who is excited, who is fired up. And I bet in Connecticut, I want to see McMahon go down for the... I want to see her get Blumenthal down for the count. One, two, three. Count them out. They're out of here. Get the Democrats out. Put some people in there. And let's give the Republicans one more chance. The Tea Party people have got to give the Republicans one more chance and let's get this establishment out of the way. The country club Republicans are being being turned into the real people Republicans. The, the party of the people has become the Tea Party. 
And now, if the Tea Party can influence the Republican Party enough so that we can say we've got new business to do in Washington, D.C., then we may just have a fresh birth of energy, a new birth of freedom, and that's what we need to work toward to November 2nd. We've got a lot of people that's doing a lot of things, and a lot of people think, well, we just need a whole third party. Nope, let's give the Republicans another chance. Let's get out there and let's support liberty and freedom where, wherever you find it. It may be in the Democratic Party, but I'm telling you, it is hard to find. And when they vote for somebody as Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House, I'm sorry. If you vote for Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House, you are not conservative. And if you put her in power, you are just, you will not get my vote. You shouldn't get any vote of any person that knows what's good for America. We got an important election. And let's uh, talk about a couple more of these things that are going on in the news. Let me tell you about. This is from the Real Clear Politics, September 28th. Democrats in denial about unpopular policies by Rich Lowry says, When John Kerry calls you out of touch, you must be so far out of touch that you need to call uh, Mazine Othman, the UN's designated liaison to space aliens, to reestablish contact with planet Earth. Can you believe this stuff? The Massachusetts Senator is one of the world's experts and out of touch. What Tony Dungy is to leadership, Susie Orman is to thrift, and Joel Osteen is to televised piety. John Kerry is to not getting it. He would never stoop to be more mere obliviousness, not when he can don his wetsuit and windsurf contemptuous circles around the little people in a bravo act of hot out of touch. So it was a signal moment when Kerry took it upon himself to explain the outlandish folkways of the American people. Quote, Kerry said this, quote, We have an electorate that doesn't always pay that much attention to what's going on, so people are influenced by a simple slogan rather than the facts or truth or, or what's even happening. Okay, unquote. Ivy. It takes John Kerry to say something like that. Listen, the American people, the voters of this nation, you have got to make a difference November 2nd. There's people who have been so ingrained in this Congress. Senator Kerry is one of them, and he's uh, not going to get voted out. But there's people who have been in there. They're ingrained. Their roots are deep. Get your machetes out. Let's cut the roots out. Let's get some of these old has-beens out of Washington, D.C., get some fresh faces in there that say, we know how to balance a checkbook, and we're going to get the job done uh, November 2nd. Let's get it done. This is this uh, the news is just full of things that are going on that are exciting and and that are also frightening. Here's the frightening thing: Senator Inoff says EPA's new boiler rule could kill nearly eight hundred thousand manufacturing jobs. The top Republican on a Senate environmental panel released a scathing report last week that he contends shows that the Environmental Protection Agency's new proposed rule on uh, cleaning up boilers nationwide could devastate America's manufacturing base and imperil hundreds of thousands of jobs without providing any real public health or environmental benefits. That is, that is what we need. We need watchdogs to say, this is a job killer. The Obama administration has killed job after job after job, and they just don't. Get it. Let them have it November 2nd. Let them have it 
in one big vote. Let's let the Obama administration understand Americans need jobs, and we need them now. And November 2nd, we're going to begin to let them know. They're not listening. They are tone deaf when it comes to what makes a job. So we got to really get our work cut out for us. And, and get your neighbors out. Prepare now. Get your neighbors. Get your game plan in what you're going to do on November 2nd. How many people are you going to help get to the polls? We've got to get the job done. And just to remind you, this is Doc Holliday. I'm, I'm the host, Doc Holliday, here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Glad to have you on. In just a few moments, we're going to have Grant Soul, a Tea Party activist and organizer, will be coming on to tell us about what is going on in across America in this uh, month before the November 2nd elections. So listen in, tune in. We have got a great show. In just a few moments, we're going to get to Grant. And when I'm, uh, one more news item I wanted to talk about is, uh, is one of these things that... Let's see. Got all these. I got stacks of things we talk about. But one of the things talking about, let me just read this. Uh, White House aides said House Republicans pledged to America last week made it easier for Obama to do something he's been trying for weeks, to frame the election as a choice between Democrats' ideas and Republicans' proposals. By signaling plans for deep spending cuts in popular areas such as education, officials said the GOP pledge presented an opportunity for the White House to remind voters, and particularly the base, what's at stake in November. Aides say Obama was trying to underscore those stakes in his interview with Rolling Stone and the final stretch strategy. And everything from rhetoric to events is to underscore that midterm elections have consequences. Well, I'll tell you what, you are right. Midterm elections have consequences President Obama, and you have not listened to the American people. You shoved, you shoved, along with Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid, health care uh, law down the throats of every American. Every American. Nobody can get out of it the way it's written, and I think it's very unconstitutional, and I hope the courts will prove that to us soon. But I'm telling you, when you shove something down their throat, we are going to regurgitate it come November 2nd. I'm sorry, there's not a better way to say it, but we don't like getting things shoved down our throats. The American people know it, and we know that we've been used, we've been had, we've been lied to. You said it's going to cost so much, and it's already been proven to be a lie. You say, let's wait to see how it works. No, Mr. President. No, Mr. President. I don't want to see my country fall and fail and flail and just dying in debt because we want to try out some radical communistic view of uh, central control health care no mr president on november 2nd we're going to make the first step to letting you know the american people are going to going to shout it out loud you hadn't heard us yet but you're going to hear us loud and clear clear on november 2nd listen we got grant soul coming right up here so uh listen in and we're going to see what the tea party activist and organizer has to say to us all right, we do have uh, Grant Soul on the, the telephone now, and we've got an interview coming up, and we're starting right now. Welcome to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, Grant. Hey, good to be with you, Ed. Uh, this is some exciting times. We've seen the Tea Party since the, the beginning, actually, and now it's something that was being led up to and talked about over a year ago in an election on November 2nd. It's just uh, less than a month away. Here we are in October. 
And uh, give me just what your take is on, uh, say, the nation as a whole. What are you seeing with the Tea Party movement? I'm seeing activism at its best. Ed, I believe that uh, many wrote it off as a passing trend, yet we're seeing activism across the nation on many levels, and uh, many Tea Parties taking different approaches, yet I think we're going to see some good end results. I believe that Tea parties are getting going to get out the vote, and that's the main focus going into November the second. You you mentioned that uh, get out the vote, and I believe that is something that one thing I I thought about. We've never seen an election with something like the Tea Party in all fifty states that is like a, a background pushing forward to get the vote out, uh, and that's never been done before. I don't believe like the Tea Party is trying to do it. Uh, what, what do you think about that? I think there was something unique in the Obama uh, campaign. There was an excitement in the air among a lot of progressives and people who just were looking for change and were fed up with the way things were. However, I think there's even a greater thrust now, but it's coming from the conservatives and those who are really uh, wanting to get back to our founding fathers' principles. And people who are tapping into patriotism like never before. And I think there's going to be a, a, an excitement in the air as we get closer. And I think that there'll be uh, more, I, I expect, more attacks against the Tea Party uh, because of their effectiveness. Yet I suspect the Tea Party is getting used to that and they're going to keep on pushing on and they're going to focus on what's important. I think you hit the head, you know, the nail on the head right there when you said that there will be attacks against the Tea Party. But at this point, I believe you're tr you, what you said is very true, that uh, it's been done so many times. The Tea Party is, is tries to absorb the hits and it knows how to uh, speak out to the media, to just uh, uh, take the, the accusation of being a racist, that the Tea Party's racist. Uh, I believe that's been answered well and... and, and I think people are ready to answer it again if they hit it again. Well, the Tea Party's done a pretty good job. I mean, they, they try to be sensitive to those false accusations uh, and the claims and the demonizing uh, of the Tea Party. And they try to be sensitive and try to give response and try to answer it all. But they, at the same time, they've stayed on topic. You know, we've stayed on topic about it's about policy. It's about legislation. It's about the issues that affect our nation in a negative way. And so... You know, we, we keep going back to that. You know, it's not about the color of the skin, but the content of the character. And there's a lack of character and there's a lack of common sense in the White House and in government and in, in our nation. And people, frankly, are fed up with it. And so uh, they are looking at the content of people's character, especially our elected officials. One thing that I admire, and I see it in you, I see it in so many others that uh, put tea parties together and you've organized several tea parties now but the perseverance and and i know you know people talk about uh, uh what astroturf I, I don't think you've ever got paid a dime have you <laughs> you know you speak of astroturf i'll tell you something i, I don't know if you've seen this uh, floating around but andrew breitbart of big government you know who i'm talking about yes yeah i most think you, our listeners listener, know that uh, most you listeners would know uh he was recently at a Right Nation conference, and several good speakers were there. 
and there was this protest outside, and I just saw this uh, circulating on Facebook. And turns out these people were paid, and they were AstroTurf. They were paid by Organizing for America, I think is the name of it. It was a group that, that was actually Obama's group in his campaign. And this one lady admitted to it. When, and they were saying all kind of stuff. Andrew Breitbart goes out there and says, Tell me your sign, your sign, because the, the sign was critical of Beck and other uh, the Tea Party. Uh-huh. He, and basically, he said, "Tell me what that sign means." And I was, well, they couldn't even tell him because he felt like they'd been handed those signs. Right. And, uh, they they all got on the bus and drove off together. You know, several buses. And one lady ended up admitting that this is about November second and getting out the Democrat vote. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think that's a you know a epitome of what uh, we see. Uh, I've, I've told others, you know, uh, when I went to the Glenn Beck rally, uh, I was there at Lincoln Memorial before the sun came up, and there were a hundred thousand people there. Now, any other rally, I, I, anything that the uh, the liberals have put together, they usually pay people to come in, and uh, they don't they don't sit in the lawn chairs all night waiting for the front row seat. <laughs> You know, in our town, Ed, I, I know what you're saying. We had a rally against government-run health care, and 400 people showed up uh, within about a 36-hour notice. In our same town, they had a rally for Obamacare, and four people showed up. <laughs> so we had 400 to four, you know. And uh, so it shows you who's coming out for things these days. And I think it's going to reflect in November 2nd. Well, one of the biggest things I see, and I, I wish you to uh, see if you can get some input on this, and I don't know what the feeling around the country is, but I know we had a Jordan Marks on, and he's the head of the uh, Young Americans for Freedom. And yep. he said that they had put in, uh, this has been about a month ago now, but he said they had sent people undercover into the Obama meetings and, and to see how many young people were there. And they said that the, the undercover young people outnumbered the the ones that were supposed to be there anyway for the no. <laughs> so the youth and Obama uh what what was there in two thousand eight, he said it's it's it evaporated. You know, there's just no they don't have that youthful enthusiasm. And I have seen more uh at show up at tea parties and, and, and he was talking about on what they're doing on campuses. If you've noticed anything as far as uh the young people getting on board with the tea party. I'm glad you asked that question, Ed. Here's the thing I'm seeing about young people, especially like, for instance, Young Americans for Liberty, uh, a lot of them. I know uh, the campus uh, at Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi, has uh, a pretty strong group of Young Americans for Liberty. Now, a lot of them are kind of libertarian, somewhat, you know, they're somewhat conservative. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're, I think they're very skeptic. I think they're very, the ones I've talked to are uh, against the progressive agenda that's being proposed right now. And they're not just going to jump on the Republican bandwagon either. They really want constitutional government. Now, some of them are maybe not as uh, socially conservative as I would would like to see among our young people. Uh, and I think part of that is the trend and the age that they're living in. I did hear on the news today that Obama was going to really, he's reaching out and he's sending out messages to try to stir up the the youth vote because he's losing uh, the independent vote and he's losing a lot of votes right now. He's really polarized and and cut off a large segment of, of previous supporters 
that not only will not support him next time around, they won't support a lot of the Democrat uh, senators and governors that are running and, and congressmen that are running as well. Uh, so anyway, about the as far as the youth go, I think I want to give, I'm, as a youth pastor, I want to give a little bit more credit to youth. Some of them are not that engaged in politics, but the ones who are, they want to see something real, and I respect that. They 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 don't want politics as usual. They want to see somebody that's real and genuine, and that respects the Constitution. Well, so I think that's a good thing. Oh, that that is good. We talk so much about the Constitution, and I believe just the Tea Party movement has caused people to dust off the Constitution, to read it, and and to see what a what an amazing document it really is that we still live under the laws that were uh, written in 1788 and that have been, of course, uh, uh, updated throughout the years and centuries with the amendments, but it's still an amazing document, and, and we've gotten so far away from it. And, and the, I think the congressional powers, they, they've just gotten so lax. They've just let the executive branch take over so many things. Look at all the czars that are in the White House. Now, where, where in the Constitution do we find a place that uh, we can get 30 czars in the White House? Uh, really? Yeah, you know, that's exactly right. It's unconstitutional, if you ask me. And I had a kid who grew up in my youth group, and he approached me the other day, and he wanted to talk at length. He wanted to know when I have time. I said, okay, what's going on with you? I thought it was a spiritual matter. Actually, it was, a, it was a patriotic matter. He said, I've just been wanting to read the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and study about our founders, and I wanted to talk to you about that because he knew I was active in this movement. Mm-hmm. And here's a 20-year-old guy, 20, 21 years old, uh, goes out of his way and wants to talk. So we have lunch after church, and he's talking about his interests, you know, and it's, it's refreshing to see that uh, among our young people. Oh, that, uh, I, I think we've seen that all over the nation. Now, I know we've got to end up this uh, conversation in just a minute, but the overall picture, what I've seen uh, when you check different websites out, like a realpolitics.com, uh, you, you can see the polls show that uh, there's, there seems to be an erosion in the Democratic, uh, in the Senate races, governor races, House of Representative races. I, I really thought we'd see things tighten up a little bit more. And we may between now and November 2nd, but I'm actually seeing uh, there's more and more wedge uh, between the Democrats and Republicans. Uh, it seems like the Republicans are getting are gaining momentum and be another uh, uh, win behind their back, which the Tea Party movement, for most parts, is not a partisan thing, but it is We when we try to find conservatives, we want to support them and get some fresh faces in Congress. Uh, the, the, as far as that goes, do you think uh, are you sensing that on a, on a nationwide scale? I am, Ed, and I'm not just talking any kind of Republican. As you know, we're talk we're not talking rhinos or business as usual or oh, career politicians. Yeah. You can ask we're, Mike Castle about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a new. I wouldn't call it a new Republican, new kind of Republican. I'd say a Republican is getting back to its principles and its values and. And more of a Reagan Republican or a Tea Party candidate Republican, if you will. Uh, another thing I think it would be interesting to mention before we run out of time, and that is for those who have friends that are have turned 18 or who have just moved uh, in the process of moving and want to be registered in the new town they live in, a uh, new state or whatever, uh, 
the deadline is October 2nd. Yeah, that's for, uh, I know in the state we live in, in Mississippi, there's, there's other deadlines across the nation, too. So yeah. check on those, and like you said, make sure you get those people reg registered that, sure. uh, that, uh, that you know that you can get help get to the polls or go to polls and vote for freedom. Right, yes, because, I mean, that's some extra votes right there. I've had more people tell me that they haven't been voting uh, in the past, but they're going to vote this time around. Well, that's that's refreshing news, and and I've, I mentioned last week on this program that there's one lady in the Tea Party said uh, she was she would crawl over broken glass to get to the voting booth November second, and that's the enthusiasm we need to see across this nation. And I don't care how bad the weather is, I don't care if it's stormy or rainy and messy and cold, and I hope it is because I think the true uh, patriots will come out no matter what and uh, let everybody else stay home. <laughs> Well, you know, we had a speaker recently at a, one of our tea parties, and he was in Iraq. And one of his duties was to guard people who were putting their finger in ink and voting. And they were guarding from people chopping off the fingers of those who voted. Mm. Uh, and if they're going to stick their neck out there and, and guard against people who strap on bombs to blow up people who are voting, we don't have that kind of we don't have that kind of problem here. We have the free right to get out and vote, but we need to make educated votes and do our research and get out there and make a good, educated vote and make a difference. We Here's a chance to let our voice be heard. Well, Grant, I uh, appreciate you coming on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Always great to have you on the show here, and uh, thank, you, thank you for helping our listeners uh, better understand what's going to be going on November 2nd. You have a great night. Appreciate you being on, Grant. Thanks, Ed. Good to be here. That was Grant Soule, a Tea Party organizer, and you are listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party on webtalkradio.net, webtalkradio.net. So be sure to share the link and send out the news that uh, Doc Holliday's Tea Party is on the air whenever you want to listen to it on the Internet. And we are about to slide right into our Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech in the month of October. We're going to be... Uh, it's going to be special, extra special, designed to get people excited about the election coming up. So we're going to get the next thing coming up is the, the Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. My fellow Americans, it's October, the year 2010. We are living in an age where we've seen things happen we never thought we'd see. Government takeover of the automobile industry. Government takeover of our healthcare industry. Government complete takeover of the student loans in the industry. We are seeing government takeovers at an unprecedented rate. We have seen uh, uh, our economy get pushed to the edge of a cliff, and during that crisis, we've seen progressives go overboard in pushing policies they're pushing it against social issues, pushing it on financial issues, pushing things we've never thought we'd see in America. And this trend is very frightening. It's frightening to me. It's frightening to people all over America. It's frightening to moms and dads. It's frightening to grandmothers and granddaddies. It's frightening to the college students. And we have something to say because we are the American people. Coming up, and November 2nd is an election that you heard right here on Doc Holliday's radio show a few weeks ago. Uh, 
the Reverend Dr. John Hagee say he thinks it's the most, in his opinion, the most important election we've ever had in the history of the American nation. And I, I, I'll grieve uh, John Hagee. I agree that this election can be a turning point for freedom or it can be a slippery slope into something that gets us so far into socialism we'll never be able to dig our way out. And that's what I am in the Tea Party movement for because I see things on the horizon. I see it and I believe of all my heart and soul that American people are waking up. But not enough are awake yet because if they were, there would be people trampling and making pathways to the polls. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your friends and your neighbors. And you need to be concentrating on making a pathway for freedom. You get there to vote, but not just you. You've got to make sure your wife, your children, you, your mother, your dad, your aunts, your uncles, you need to talk with them about how important this election is. A statement has to be made that America was born for freedom we are ordained for liberty, and we are going in the wrong direction. And I don't care who you voted for in the past. I don't care who was a Democrat. I don't care who was a Republican. You find that conservative candidate and believes in the Constitution, and you vote for that candidate and make sure you get a pathway for freedom. That means you have to be the bulldozer to knock down barriers to say, I will get you to the election uh, poll. I'll get you to the voting booth. I'll get you an absentee ballot. I'll do what it takes to get a ballot in your hands. You have got to move the mountains. Jesus said if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move the mountains. Well, we have got to move mountains on November 2nd because I believe this nation is going to fall under, uh, under a burden that we may never be able to lift off Again, if we keep going in the direction we're going, and I'm sorry if you're a Democrat and you love Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry if you live in a district where you got a conservative Democrat. If that person voted for Nancy Pelosi, and uh, if they're going to vote for her if, if for Speaker of the House again, then I'm sorry. That person cannot get my vote, and I hope it, that person can't get your vote. I don't care if it's man or woman, white or black, purple, polka-dotted. We've got to vote for freedom. And this is a very important election, the most important any time in our lifetimes. So that's what we got to do is get out and vote. I'm going to read a little bit or last week of what uh, President Obama said. He said, clearly, this is an article written by Charles Babington and Liz Sedoti, Associated Press. And it said, in Madison, Wisconsin, they said, clearly frustrated by Republicans' energy and his own party's lack of enthusiasm, President Barack Obama scolded fellow Democrats even as he rallied them Tuesday in an effort to save the party from big GOP gains in the crucial midterm election. In the final month of campaigning, he's trying to re-energize young voters, despondent liberals, and other Democrats whose excitement over his election has dissipated. That's the, all I'm going to say on that election. That's all I'm going to say about what President Obama said. What I'm telling you is what I said before. People are disappointed with the change. It's not the change that was voted for. It was not the change that was campaigned for. And we see our debt just 
mind-boggling. The trillions of dollars we're printing every year. And you can't tell me something's not going to hit the fan real quick. And we just pray there's enough time to turn this nation around. I don't care if you've never voted for a conservative before. I don't care if somebody says, hey, I've never voted for a Republican. If that person's going to vote for freedom and lead us to victory and turn this nation around, you tell your mom and dad they've got to vote for the conservative candidate. This has got to be a statement made that this country's in the wrong direction. And if we can't turn it around November 2nd, if you're in college, you might as well just drop out, I think, because I don't see much future. Young people, get excited. Go out here and help these candidates. You get, get some time off and get out there on the weekends. Forget about a ball game or two. Get out there and let's join the, the uh, people who are pushing for a new day in Washington, D.C. New faces, fresh faces, new leadership. We are going to make it happen. It's the American people. We the people. And I know that you're getting out there, and I appreciate what you're doing. Don't stop now. Get excited. Get fired up. And get out there and make something happen. See you next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.